Hey, dealmakers, and welcome to the show where it's all about financial freedom with real estate. Let's do this. You're listening to the Financial Freedom with Real Estate Investing podcast, hosted by Garrett Lynch and Michael Blanc, where we talk all about how you can achieve financial independence through apartment building investing. Whether you're just starting out or you want to scale your syndication business, this is the show for you. This is the show for you. Today's episode is going to be pretty cool. It's with a young deal maker. His name is Matt Amobile. And man, he read Rich Dad, Poor Dad when he was 22, right out of college, and then immediately read The Yellow Book, which is ours, Financial Freedom with Real Estate Investing. And that launched him into real estate. And it's really cool interviewing young people like Matt because they don't have any experience because they're young and they don't have like a rich uncle either. So that forces them to be very resourceful as they get into it. And you can learn a lot from him because he's de dealing a lot with limiting beliefs and, and mindsets and of course, a lack of resources. And how did Matt overcome this? And how is he now financially free? Now he travels and he's got direct deposits into his account from his property management company. So cool. I think he really would be inspired by the show with Matt Amobile. Before we go here, before we get started, let's just shout out to Steve Butler, who left us a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. I've read Michael's book twice now, and I've been listening to Michael's podcast consistently too. I'm very committed to moving forward with my why and buying back my time and freedom with multifamily investing. That's the idea, Steve. Thanks for that review. I really appreciate that. Do me a favor and leave us an honest review on Apple iTunes. If you're enjoying content, please give us your thoughts and feedback with a review. And that way, more people find the podcast as well. We want to reach more people with a message of financial freedom. With real estate, maybe we can shave off some years of single-family house investing and get people right into multifamily, which is so cool that you can do it without experience or a bunch of money in the bank as well. I want to highlight, we always highlight deal makers who do deals. This was the first deal maker, Scott Dilley, who did their first deal. It was an 84, a close two deals, actually, an 84 and a 14 unit. And it was actually just this past summer in Tucson, Arizona. One was for 7.7 .7 and one was for 1.1. And he was working with our mentor, Matt Bronner. So congratulations to the team for getting that done. It's really cool. Our mentoring program, you actually get to work with our entire team of syndication experts and you're, you're paired with a full-time syndicator such as Matt, which is super cool. If you're interested in that, then check us out at dmichaelblank.com forward slash mentor and just set up a call. It's a no obligation call. We kind of call it a clarity session to gain clarity of what's important to you and how you might be able to get there as well. So with that, uh, let's get into the show with Matt Amobile because he started investing in you know one year out of college. He's 22 years old. He got this job and now he's financially free and he travels. It's crazy how, how he did that. So let's get into the show here with Matt Amobile. Hey, Matt, welcome to the show today. Yeah, thanks for, for having me, Michael. Pleasure to be on. Yeah, so how old are you right now? 25. 25. Okay, so you just quit your job, is that right? Like like recently because of real estate? Right, right, yeah, around what? two and a half months ago. What were, you, what were you doing? I was working in sales, logistics sales, so selling transportation services today and, and next mm -hmm. day shipping. So, all right, that's... That sounds pretty good. I mean, so 25. So when did you get started with real estate? And I guess why? Why did you start looking at real estate? And what was your strategy early on? Because sometimes it changes over time. So like your first real estate thought, like take us back to that moment. Right, right. So I mean, my my why, like why did I even start looking at it? I was sleeping on my cousin's couch after school. I was making about 50K at my job. And you know, getting up at 5 a.m., going into my job, working out afterwards, coming back, 
And my whole day was just filled up with this W-2 job. And I'm sleeping on a couch. My girlfriend breaks up with me. And at that point, I'm just like, I, I need to figure out how to get off of this couch because my life is a mess right now. How old, how old were you when this was happening? So that was right out of college. I was 22 years old. All right, that's pretty cool. Well, you're making fifty thousand though. That's not too bad. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. But the problem was the area that my job was in. If I was to live there, I would be spending about fifty percent or more on rent in that area. It was in like the New York Hoboken area. Oh, I see. So fifty thousand dollars up in New York doesn't really go that far. So, right. so you lived on your on your cousin's to, to basically save money. Right, and right. I slept there. I paid him $400 a month, which was great. I would have been paying, you know, two grand elsewhere. But yeah, so I, I start going through all these playbook in my head. Like, I can't stay on this couch forever. I don't really want to pay the rent around here. Like, I got to figure out something else with, with money and, and start making more money. Plus, I don't want to be working this job 40, 50, 60 hours a week. So I just start going to coffee shops, Starbucks, and I'm reading you know, six hours a day outside of work and, you know, on weekends, taking all that time there and three books that changed my life. One was the classic Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Then I had Rental Property Investing by by Brandon Turner. And then the third book that I ever read was was your book, Financial Freedom Through yeah. Through Real Estate. And so that kind of set me on the path towards towards real estate investing. See, I, I love that because, you know, Rich Dad obviously plants the seed of passive income, but what it doesn't do is it doesn't tell you actually how to do it. It mentions words like real estate and cash flow businesses, and right. you as a reader are left to figure out, you know, what to do about it. And it's not, there's no surprise that you read Brandon's book right afterwards is The Burr Method on, on Rental Houses. Because when I, when I read Rich Dad, my first thought was, oh, I'm going to flip houses. Of course, that's right. real estate. <laughs> and what I'd love to do, what I'd love to do is, is basically attach the yellow book right at the end of the purple book. Like literally like ship them together. Right. Read the purple book first. Okay. Right. And then read the yellow book because the yellow book is the playbook for achieving that thing. Right. And I'm glad you, I mean, it's good that you read that book, and but I'm glad that you that you read the yellow book right after the purple book because it saved you years. A lot of people spend years investing in single family houses. Right. Test, testing out different waters. And, and that's, you know, I kind of, what brought me to real estate was the predictability of the, I guess you could call it a dividend or your cash flow that you're going to receive after you pay all of your expenses, the predictability and the mathematics behind it seemed so definite and seemed like the absolute best return that I could get for the money that I had to inject at that time. Real estate was is the only asset that you could leverage yourself to buy more. So I, I like your projection because you skipped a lot of unnecessary steps, but still you went through a bunch of mental hurdles to get to where you are. Number one is you read right. the Burr method. And then right. somehow dismissed it as a strategy, as a next step, which is great. The question right. is why? For the course, why did you why did you not pursue that? And mm. then and then the question is why did you pursue the multifamily route, right? Because even if you dismiss the rental, it doesn't give you know a twenty two year old the confidence to start buying co commercial real estate buildings. So what gave you the confidence to do both? Skip the the single family house investing and get right, right into apartment buildings. Right. So my first investment actually was was with an 
FHA loan. It was a, a house hack investment to buy a, a four unit building. And it's actually the, the building that I'm doing this podcast out of right now. I, I live in one unit, rent out the other three. And my main decision behind this was I could buy it with three and a half percent down. It was the biggest bang for my buck that I could get at that time to, to buy some type of asset. And now my mentality with that, with the FHA loan, the maximum that you can get is four units. So if I can get four units, I'm not going to buy a three unit and I'm not going to buy a two unit because if I have to live in one of those units, if I buy a two unit, I'm stealing 50% of my income. If I buy a three unit, I'm stealing 33%. I buy a four unit, I'm only taking 25% of the potential income, which allows me to cash flow much more heavily. So my first investment was actually like a huge gut renovation. The building was condemned when I bought it. It was the biggest learning lesson of my life. Took a year and two months to to complete this thing and you know went through a lot of, of lessons. But this is by far the one of the most successful assets that I own. Now were you how did you raise some of the, the capital for it? Do you have some money saved up? Did you get a loan from somebody or how do you know you need a little, a small down payment for the FHL loan, but the rehab sounds like it was pretty extensive. Right. So I actually used, and I should have specified here, I used a 203K loan. Mm -hmm. So what that is, that that's in, for those who don't know, it's a FHA type loan. You can put down three and a half percent, but you can also roll in your construction costs into that. So I had a $140,000 purchase price and a $120,000 renovation for all four units. But I only had to put down 3.5% of that total purchase price. So on that 260, I, I ended up needing with closing costs to bring around 25 to the table. Now, I only had 17. So what I did was I got my dad to come in. I actually offered my dad 25% equity in the building for only for $8,000 he was bringing to the table. And, Generous, and, my, yeah. and at that time, I didn't know. I just wanted to buy a building. And my dad was like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll do it. And then six months into that project, I actually went back to my dad and I was like, I kind of want the equity back out of my deal. Can I pay you back and pay you, you know, a multiple on your money? So I, I paid him a 50% return on his money. He got, he gave me eight, he got 12 within six months. And that's how I got the capital to get into the deal and then paid it back out. Yeah. I love that. I mean, you're being resourceful. You're like, right. okay, here's my situation. Here's what I want to do. How can I do it? And right. you get this, this loan. I didn't know you could finance construction costs. That's really cool. You had right. some money saved up and then you, you know, you did a deal with your dad and then renegotiated that. And I just, I just love that. And so now you're living out of one unit. So what's your, what's your cash flow after your expenses living in this thing? Do you, have, do you have positive cash flow in this thing? Yeah. So with me living here, it cash flows about eighteen hundred bucks a month. Holy smokes, that's that's pretty cool. And then, a, so no. what are you, what are your living expenses then? So obviously, the eighteen hundred is after your own, you know, mortgage or, or debt payment. So what are you living right. on right now? As far as my total living expenses like my yeah, entire yeah. life and yeah, yeah. I, car parties you know everything right right i <laughs> and i am i am pretty frugal for for someone who's who's 25 i keep it around 5500 per month 
Right, cool. Uh, That's awesome. My my cash flow is is around seven grand a month, so I've got to mm-hmm. give myself some buffer there and and stay confident and have that room for any issues that pop up. So it's pretty cool. So you got into a four unit. Was your plan always to do another one afterwards? Or did you say, I'm just going to see how it goes and we'll see? Or did you have more of a, a strategy when you first got into that four unit? You know, you your book actually told me exactly what was going to happen next. You told me it's amazing. It's like you get bit by a bug, you buy <laughs> one, and then soon after you're buying the next one. And, you know, I didn't experience it right after because I had this renovation project. Things didn't go as smoothly as planned. But, you know, right after that renovation was done, actually before the renovation was even done, I bought another one. So before this thing had even proved itself to be a cash flowing asset, I bought another one with with a partner. And going back to the beginning, the predictability of the dividend I was going to receive was just like if I buy four of these things like this. I can I can be done. I could be financially free. Right. That's awesome. So you bought a second a second one also a four unit? No, so actually yeah. So my my next one so I went from a four unit bought a duplex with a partner and at the same time of buying that duplex with a partner I also bought a four unit with that partner. That's cool. So who's this partner? Someone you knew before, someone you met? Right. So I was introduced to from someone I was going to buy a property from. They introduced me to a lender. From that lender, I was trying to get a loan on a property that I thought was a good investment. He said he couldn't find anyone to loan, but he could find someone that was looking to buy deals in this area. So he connected me with my now partner. I discussed the deal. I discussed my knowledge, my role. I can be heavily management oriented. He doesn't have to touch it. He could be passive. He was all in. He was ready to go. We went and and bought these next few assets together. Yeah, that's interesting. So did you do a lot of networking or did you just kind of, was it kind of like blind luck that you met this guy? No. Yeah, I was, I was networking. I didn't have as set of a mindset as I do now on networking where I, I view it as probably the number one thing you can do is Mm. network and and meet people and talk to people. Before I was like, you know, I could network, but is it really going to help me that much? I, I, you don't see, you don't see the results from it right away. So I, I was doing it, but not as, not as much as I could have been. Now, now what is your view on networking? You said you didn't realize it was as, you know, as useful as it was. What, what do you, what, how important is networking now if you had to do it again? Right. It's huge. It's the number one thing. Your your network is your net worth. The people you surround yourself with are going to ultimately be the, the people you become. So I try to surround myself with the people that I want to be in their shoes in 20 years, in two years, in, in five years. Some Someone that adds value to my life. I've paid you know, thousands of thousands of dollars to also be in networking groups and just meet incredible, incredible people with amazing stories. So I'm really excited about our mentoring program because of the results that we're achieving for our students. It's really the only program out there that guarantees results, meaning that we can guarantee you're going to do your first deal in the first 12 months. And uh, no one else does that. And we can do that because we have figured out the blueprint to getting people to do your first deal. So if you value mentorship and you feel like it can accelerate your goals, 
allow you to scale bigger and avoid the expensive mistakes, then check out our mentoring program. It's at themichaelblank.com forward slash mentor. You can ch- you can schedule a call with us there, a strategy session, and see if mentoring is right for you. That's themichaelblank.com forward slash mentor. Talk about how important analysis is. And I, I know that you use the syndicated deal analyzer, which is our analysis right. tool. Now let's talk a little about an analysis in I mean, in general. And then we'll talk about a little bit, bit, you know, how you're adjusting your underwriting to get into different deals or dealing with different market and environments. So how right. important was was analyzing deals for you? Right. Is- analyzing deals was the basis behind my confidence to be able to talk about real estate and the basis behind my confidence to even buy my first deal. So before I bought my first deal, I was analyzing probably, you know, 10 to 15 properties every single night. I'd be on Zillow, uh, running on rentometer, finding out rents, running through comps and, you know, different expenses, calling up agents to find out expenses, learning the analysis was huge because that gave me the confidence to go and talk to this second partner about investments and bring Mm -hmm. in my analysis and show like, this is what our expenses are going to look like. This is CapEx repairs. I even, I run those on the high side just to be safe. And we're still cash flowing this month. And, And when you can talk that confidently about the deal, you can get people to to bring money to a deal and to trust in you and the deal. Yeah, I think that's that's a good point. I mean, you you're able to sh- use this model and, and you look very very credible when you when you present this stuff. You know what you're talking about. Right. I think I think you're right. A lot the confidence is is almost every is everything. Even when you're talking to investors or brokers and you you're able to talk confidently about that. A lot of questions are, you know, is now a good time to invest, right? People are mm. kind of concerned about the changing market environment. And how have you had to adapt or how did you adapt to certain things that are going on in the market that still allows you to to buy real estate? Right. So the model that I work off of now is getting myself into real estate deals without having to put any money out of my own pocket. So (laughs) what that means for me is finding, just going and finding good deals. There was a good deal to be had five years ago and there's good deals to be had right now. And it's just, you know, digging, doing analysis and and finding those good deals right now. You know, I, I think the analysis side has changed a bit. You do have to factor in higher, higher interest rates. And, you know, when you're refinancing down down the line, you know, what that your rent multiple looks like there. But yeah, I, I think now is is a tough time. I did just come into a, a pretty solid deal that I'm I'm working out to be a 30% equity owner, no money out of my own pocket. I don't even have to have my name on the loan. And, you know, it's nice. just about finding finding those good deals in, in every single market. That's exactly right. You find the good deals in every single market and then you you adapt. So you did a four unit, a two unit, and, a, and then you did that two and a four with a partner. And then have you done anything after after that? What did that look like? Right. Yeah. So, so I did the four, the two, the four, another three, then two duplexes, two single families. Mm-hmm. I sold a four and a three because they were in different markets and getting a little bit tough to manage. 
So we sold those off. And then my most recent deal is a, a six unit deal commercial, which, you know, using that, that quick analysis in the, in the SDA is what actually gave me the, the confidence to stick through. I was there with an investor on this six unit. He didn't want in. I could have given up there. I went and, and I found other investors and we got that done. That's cool. Was that, was that a syndication or was it just basically a partners that you created that that one basically yeah it was it was partners a, a joint venture on that deal so yeah. that was a 600,000 purchase and a huge huge value add on this so we mm. we put in about 70k took out four we had to evict four different tenants from this building and and that what during during covid and everything right. going on was a mess once we got them out, we had to clear permits that hadn't been closed in yeah. six years. So we had to update work, clear these permits. But now, you know, we're going through the refinance. I'm closing on this refinance in a week and a half. And the building's valuing out at around 1.2 mil. And, nice. you know, we have six, 670 into it. That's crazy, man. That is awesome. Right. So your one of your one of your goals was to be able to to travel a lot. Has that has that happened for you yet or or not yet? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the first thing I did when I quit. The only reason I'm I'm home right now is we're in holiday season, but yeah, so I quit. And you know, the the conversation with my boss was actually funny. You know, they were <laughs> like, "Ah, we you don't have to you know, go, you could do this, you could do this. We could put you in this position. I said, okay, I, I mean, I could do this as, as long as you're fine with me being away for the next two months and not doing an ounce <laughs> of work for you. And they were like, it's probably best if, if you just go. Uh, but yeah, so I, I hit the West Coast, went from, from Oregon. My sister lives out there, went up to Washington for a bit, went down to the Redwoods in California. I did some camping out there. And then I went out to Puerto Rico. So I spent about a month and a week in Puerto Rico doing some surfing out there. And, you know, next up is after uh, Christmas is Paris. I'll be in Paris for around a month. I love that. What's it like to do all these things and then check your bank account and there's a check that was deposited from some place? What's that like? It's it's crazy. You know, I I keep checking and not checking like every every day, maybe every week, every two weeks or so. You know, I'm I'm not too crazy on it, but I'm looking for my bank account to go down and I just see it. Cause I'm like, I'm not doing anything. How can it go up? And it it's, you know, it's increasing as I'm out there traveling and doing all this fun stuff. So it's crazy to, you know, see, see it's, the balance go up. It's crazy. It is crazy. I, I'm glad you're, you're enjoying your, your financial freedom. Where do you see your company going? I mean, there's, there's different ways you can go. You can say, well, I'm going to crush it. I'm going to 10,000 units. Right. Right. But then you're like, well, Okay. But then I have now, you know, 25 employees or, or more and, right. you know, you could just stay where you are right now. So what kind of, what are your, what are your thoughts? Right. So, you know, I would like to enjoy my cash flow for, for a little bit, take, take some breaks. 
And, you know, I told myself that. And then I jumped into this property management business with my partner now. So we're managing mm -hmm. 150 doors or so. And my responsibility, he saw how I was able to back myself out of my own company and make it run remotely. My job is as a COO is to get him out of the company, create systems that'll that'll get him out. But I said yes to the property management opportunity because I see there the opportunity for me to have this company, but also to use that company to one, make relationships with owners in the area. Relationships with owners can get me more deals in the future. It can also get me more investors for mm. new deals. And then it can also just subsidize the acquisitions that we're doing on our own end. So I do see myself buying more, but I'm going to be really selective on what I buy because I don't need it. Right. I think that's smart. I'm really mad. I think, I think it's awesome because there's, there's a temptation as an entrepreneur in general, simply to want to do more, work harder, right? right? That's a big temptation. And so throttling yourself and being a little more intentional I think it's awesome. I think I think you're 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 on the on the right path. You can still grow your business, but you have right. to kill yourself doing it. And right. I, I love that. So, what's your guidance to anyone listening or watching to us right now? And they'll sit and go and just their jaws dropping, you know. Mm -hmm. And they want to do what you've done in just short period of time. What's your advice to you know? You're having coffee with a friend. They're like, Matt, how do I do what I do? What what would you advise? Right. I would start. Literally, I tell everybody to to start by reading Rich Dad Poor Dad. I think that gives you a good mindset shift, and then dig into into real estate. Learn how to do your analysis. If there's two things that that you learn how to do, it's there's one thing. There's one thing you learn how to do, like the book by Gary Keller. The one thing, it's find good deals. If you can learn how to find good deals, one building could set you apart. If you go and find it a 12 unit building that's going to cash flow you $3,000, $4,000 a month, and you could live there for free, that could do it. And all the only thing that is between you and having that 12 unit building is finding the deal. So I would say get in the money mindset by, by reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and then two, go learn how to, how to find deals. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Matt, how can people connect with you? So you could reach out to me on Instagram. It's at Matt Amabile. You could follow my YouTube channel, doing some some podcasting there. That's Matt Amabile as well. It's basically Matt Amabile on everything. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. That's awesome. So Matt Amabile is A-M-A-B-I-L-E. Right. And so awesome. Matt, thanks for being on the show today. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciate the time, Michael. And thanks for having me. So we talked about the syndicated deal analyzer. If you want to find out more about that, it's probably the most widely used analysis tool for syndications. It's used primarily for multifamily, but people use it for all kinds of syndications, for mobile home parks, self-storage, portfolios, even franchise businesses. So check it out. It's at themichaelblank.com forward slash SDA or just Google syndicated deal analyzer. You'll find it very, very quickly. It's a super useful tool like Matt was pointing out. It's just a few highlights here. Like I said, what I'd love to do, if you've reached Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I'd like to tack our yellow book right at the end of that because it allows you to bypass 
of single family house investing. Now, again, I didn't do that. I spent three years, four years, five years experimenting with single family houses and until I finally realized that I could buy, that I would get there much faster in apartment buildings. And now, fortunately, because of the podcast and YouTube channel and what we do, we're able to educate people like Matt to simply skip the single family house investing and get right into multifamily, which is cool. What's even cooler is that people do it without previous experience and without a bunch of money in the bank because you can overcome a lack of experience by simply educating yourself just a little bit. Doesn't It doesn't take much. And within 90 days, you sound very confident. You'll have a team of people around you and you'll have the confidence to speak with brokers and investors. It's awesome. So you don't need five, six, seven years investing in single family houses either. So check it out. Like I said, check out our, our mentoring program. It's at dmichaelblank.com forward slash mentor if you want to become an active investor. If you're a little bit like Matt's partner who says, you know what? I have a high paying job. I, I I don't want to be active, but I really would like to invest with someone. We'd love to be that someone. Our investment company is called Nighthawk Equity. So if you're interested in investing in one of our syndications, head on over to nighthawkequity.com, click the join button and schedule a call with us. And we can share with you some of our upcoming investment opportunities. So hope that message with Matt inspired you today. You can do this from wherever you are wherever you are, how old are you? It doesn't matter how old or young you are, how big or small, what demographic you are, how much money you have or don't have. This is for you. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Take the next step toward financial freedom by checking out our Freedom Vault, where you can find free resources to help you with apartment building investing. Whether you're an active investor just starting out or looking to scale your syndication business or looking to invest passively, Head over to themichaelblanc.com slash vault to gain access to our Freedom Vault.